It's my privilege and honour today to share with you on Origin Gate Wisdom's Echo. This is Jane Shrewd. And I just want to honour Grant and Samantha and Ian for this amazing platform and this tribe as we all walk together with Yahweh. Beautiful. I'm in a season of great change. I think we all are right now. Recently, the ladies that I spend time with and we pray together and we hang out together, we decided that we felt like we wanted to go to thin places in Scotland and two of the ladies have spent 40 years walking the land and praying and going to different places. And they've done it all out of the heart of what Yahweh's shown them to do. And it's very Pacific and in the next few Wisdom's Echoes, I'm going to be doing some podcasts on my podcast site. They're going to start telling some of their stories from angelic, cloud of witnesses, some of the things they've kept secret for such a time as this. But a couple of weeks ago, we all felt we needed to go to a place called Linda's Farm. And that's the place where Cuthbert was and Aidan. And the well-known story of Cuthbert being in the sea all night praying. And then when he came out of the water... The sea otters came and warmed up his feet and his legs. And I've personally been there, it's freezing. Even on a hot sunny day and the tide was out, I had a coat and thermals on. I managed the water 20 minutes. My friend the other week swam out there. Well, this last week, we really felt to go to a place called Danad, Dariada. I've mentioned it before. It's the first... Uh, Fort. It's a hill fort, a pile of rocks in the middle of a field. And it's where it was the first um, place where the first king of Scotland, and they called him, they called them Scotties, the kings. It's, a, it's what we call a thin place where you can feel that um, portal, Jacob's ladder, entwining DNA ladder between heaven and earth is very thin and the presence is really tangible there. And while we were there, I had this thought came to me about the Aurora Borealis, the Northern Lights. And I'm just going to share a little story that happened to me in June 2016. It's beautiful. And this is all to do with the earth and the sky and the land. And what made me think about it was at Dariada at Danad lots and lots of um, things that you read about the kings and you, you can just go a mile down the road to a place called Kilmartin and they're the, the tombs of 16 kings and landlords. They call them chieftains in the Celtic times. Oh, it's so interesting. The history there, it's just full of amazing. And there's this, there's this five different pile of stones, huge great big piles of stones in the middle of a field going down the valley and they're all the graves where the kings were actually buried. It's a really incredible place of lordship and kingship. And on top of the hill fort they're like the very top bit where the actual king would be in his, um, it was like a hut in those days. You can, there's like three stones and one slightly higher than the other and we think that's where the actual sat, that was the throne. And so many times we've been there, we've taken people and we've not told them and they've ended up, we've anointed them. 
for their, their anointing, the lordship, the kingship, whatever you want to call it. But while I was there, I had this overwhelming sense this time about the Northern Lights. And when I lived in Wales many years ago, I used to go and visit my friend's caravan in the summer for a weekend. And it wasn't far from Brecon Beacons in South Wales, where so often simultaneously on my Northern Lights at my Aurora Borealis, they will appear in, in the Rhonda Valley there in Carnfun or Brecon Beacons, Brecon Beacons, South Wales. And you usually find they've simultaneously appeared in Scotland, very, very north of Scotland, above Ullapool in Sutherlands. Incredible. Well, in June, I had a dream. And in the dream, two consecutive nights, I was totally in the, in the atmosphere, in the elements, in the Aurora Borealis, and the colours were green and purple and blue. And they lapped around me. It was so clear, I was just, I just looked it up on my app and guess what? A couple of hours down the road from me, there were sightings of the purple and the green and the red, uh, purple and the green and the blue um, Northern Lights and simultaneously in Scotland. These lights have intrigued me for years, the mysterion of the moving, beautiful, it almost looks like fire, but it's not fire. Um, it's just beautiful. In the dark nights in the sky. This spectacle. Spectacle. I often think they look like crowns. One night, I thought they looked, and one of the dreams looked like three crowns coming together interlocking in the sky. Wow. Some people say that the Northern Lights are like the angelic. So they honour the angelic and they believe that they create these open portals, a gateway, a network, a doorway, an entrance, a way in, a threshold, entry into the kingdom realms of heaven. It's beautiful. This phenomenal manifestation, the beauty of Yahweh's creation. Oh gosh, it's so beautiful. During this time in June 2016, a very good friend of mine, an artist, you should check her out, Rebecca Morris. She had done a painting, a huge breakthrough painting, which now actually hangs in my lounge. It is stunning. Of course, the purple, the green and the blue. The exact same day we discovered two years later on, she was 47 minutes away in the car, 33 miles apart. She had painted the exact representation of what I'd seen in my two nightly dreams. Isn't that just amazing? I call that cardiogenosis, the thoughts and intents of the heart. And it's quite unusual how we met on a conference with Ian Clayton in Wales. And she'd, she'd done this beautiful diary and she calls it Mapping in Black and White. And it's going to be in, in the book, The Secret Diary of a Seer, which we are the closest we've ever been in five years to get it published. 
and she's done the front cover on it and it's beautiful wow yay ah oh, it's just so gorgeous thinking about it so we discovered later on a few years later that this phenomenon we'd both seen the same thing and she painted what i'd seen now aurora means the dawn and all these aurora biriaris this was named after a man called galileo in 1619 a.d biriaris simply means north northern the northern dawn This can be also named as the most beautiful night show where these gorgeous elements come together. They are absolutely stunning and it's just incredible. The colours are sometimes a hint of pink. This strong display of also red and violet there can be some white colours. Wow. It looks like they're chasing one another, these light show. But it's not like a rainbow. And we know the composition. They're created out of the Earth's atmosphere. And that's how you get the colour, depending on what's going on in the atmosphere and around that night sky. And they're generally on a clear, clear night sky. And the moon generally isn't out at all shining. This frequency, the colour, it makes me think of the periodic table, the elements. Wow. Our basic, basic breathing in and out. As we breathe out Yahweh, his breath. We breathe out Holy Spirit, Hakadesh. We breathe Yeshua's breath and we breathe things into creation. The Lord showed me at this time and he took me high above the earth another night. And as I look back, he said, look at the earth. It looks like a crown, crowning the earth, a golden crown, but it was like a blue light, a protection around the earth's atmosphere. And it talks in Psalms about us being the guardians of the earth. And I heard Yahweh in my heart say to me, Jane, guard it well. Guard the earth well. Wow. It's so gorgeous. Proverbs 8, 22 to 31. This is the Passion Translation. In the beginning I was there, for God possessed me even before he created the universe. This is talking about wisdom. From eternity past, I was set in place before the world began. I was anointed from the beginning. So were we. Just think about how we were a thought, a twinkle in his eye, and he breathed us into being. <sighs> before the ocean depths were poured out, and before there was glorious fountains overflowing with water, I was there dancing. Even before one mountain head had been sculpted or one hill raised, I was already there dancing. 
when he created the tapestry of the heavens and stretched out the horizons of the earth. Now that's the, that's the verse that always makes me think of the Aurora Borealis, always the Aurora Borealis, the Northern Lights. Whoa. When he created the tapestry of the heavens and stretched out the horizons of the earth. When the clouds and the skies were set in place and the subterranean, that underground surface of the earth, hidden secrets operating out of sight, the fountains began to flow strong and was already there. And that's partly why we're, we're visiting these thin places. We're unlocking mysteries. We're unlocking things, breathing things into being, speaking them into being that we've had bubbling and accumulating and fomenting in our hearts for such a time as this. When he set in place the pillars of the earth and spoke the decrees of the sea, commanding the wave so that they wouldn't overstep their boundaries, gosh, just imagine if the grass, when you walked on it, hurt your feet, or there was no boundary with the seas on the edge of the shore. Wow. Imagine if dogs and cats and our pets didn't love us unconditionally. Oh, all these things. I was there close to the creator's side as his master artist. Daily, he filled me with delight. I delighted in me as I playfully rejoiced before him. I laughed and played so happy with what he had made while finding my delight in the children of men. Shalom. Have an awesome day.